unlimited choices in our life, not unlimited time. So we don't know how long we've got, but do we get to decide how we live in the time that we've got? Do we get to choose? So there's a really uh, confrontational question that I always ask. Uh, has anybody ever snuck into your house at night while you've been asleep, opened your mouth and forced food down your throat? Uh, and of course, uh, that's never happened to me. I'm, I'm, not, I'm pretty sure it hasn't happened to you, which means everything we've ever eaten has been our choice. So if we have a look at uh, my health, my fitness, my energy levels, the way I look, the way I feel, uh, could we have a choice? And if we have a look at those four big areas of life when it comes to our health, our well-being, our, our fitness, our strength, so that's number one. Number two is our career path and our business. Number three is our financial situation, our financial security, our financial freedom. And number four is our relationships. And as I always share, I don't think that they should be in any particular order. Wouldn't it be awesome if we could all be as healthy, fit and strong as we could possibly be, have a career or business that we love, be financially free and have great relationships, wouldn't that be awesome. And the question I ask though, is that a choice or are we predetermined to live a certain way? Uh, and do we know, obviously we don't know how long we're going to live for, but could we decide, is it a personal choice, how we're going to live that time frame? And when it comes to health and fitness, and we'll start with that one, uh, there are some things that we can't change. So we can't choose uh, when we were born, that's just how old we're going to be. But can we decide how quickly we age? So we might be, and you can pick any age, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, 90, 100, 120, doesn't matter. Are there some people that are really old at 30 and some people that are still really young playing their sport, loving their life, making love to their partner, dancing, having a fantastic life when they're 100, 100 plus? Uh, so do we get to choose how much energy, enthusiasm and excitement we have for life? Please say yes. <laughs> so... If we choose, we'll start with the health and fitness. If we choose uh, what we eat and if we choose how much exercise we do and if we choose whether or not we get sunshine and fresh air and if we choose uh, what kind of attitude we're going to have, if we choose how much water we drink, if we choose what kind of pharmaceuticals and or recreational drugs and or alcohol or smoking we put into our body, if they're all a choice... Uh, could we have a, a pretty good, uh, or could we have a, a lot of control over how we look and how we feel, how much energy we've got? And I ask that question very personally because as an exercise professional, there are a lot of people who have shared with me, many, many thousands of people, I don't know why I'm fat, I've tried everything, or I don't know why I can't lose weight, I've tried everything, or I don't know why I haven't got any energy, I've tried every exercise program and every eating plan and it just doesn't work for me. And uh, I've got a, this is a really confrontational uh, conversation I had when I was a very young person. I just started managing health clubs in Sydney, Australia. And one of the members at my health club was a psychologist, psychiatrist, can't quite remember. I think the psychiatrist because they wrote out uh, drug or pharmaceutical prescriptions. And they, they made this statement uh, that has stuck with me literally now all of my life, which is the more you have or you take con uh, control responsibility of your life, the more mentally healthy you are. The more you blame other people for the way your life is, the more mentally weak, unhealthy you become. And I've, I'm a real 
and I will happily and openly admit this, I like to be in control of my life. I don't like other people to control my life. So I decided from that day that I was going to take full responsibility for everything that I do. And there's another great question. Everything that we do, does it have a consequence? So if I choose to exercise, eat healthy food, be hydrated, have a positive attitude, sleep deep, put great stuff into my body, is the consequence more likely to be that I'll have a healthy, fit, strong brain and body? If I choose, if I... If I or if I blame, there's a better word, if I blame other people, I haven't got time to exercise because of my job, I haven't got time to eat healthy because I've got too much to do, I, I can't be bothered, I'm too tired, I don't, I don't feel like it, do we need to understand or accept that, there's a, that we have the responsibility to accept the consequences of that choice? And that's the really interesting thing that I always like to ask is it a choice? <laughs> so that big, big important part, and I always spend so much time on health and fitness, obviously because I'm an exercise professional, but also because if I'm healthy, fit and strong mentally and physically, how much more can I do with my life? Would I make better decisions about my career path, about my financial situation, about my relationships if I have a healthy, fit, strong brain? And that, of course, comes from having a healthy, fit, strong body, which, of course, comes from being fit, getting puffed, lifting heavy, being strong. And is that a choice? And and I always ask the reverse question, of course. If I, uh, if I have a choice, would I choose to be unfit, overweight, out of shape, unhealthy, and mentally weak? And I, I would hope that the answer is no. I would hope that our choice would be that we want to be healthy, fit, strong, energetic, um, have a healthy, fit, strong body and brain. Well, isn't it awesome that it's a choice? And I'll ask that as a direct question. Isn't it awesome that that's a choice? <laughs> I can't choose how long I'm going to live on the planet for, but I do get to choose what I do with every single minute of my hour, every hour of my day. I've got 168 hours in a week, 40 uh, when I say 48, most people have 48 weeks in the year because they look forward to four weeks holiday. There's 52 weeks in the year, but we don't know how many years we've got. But if I choose to be healthy, fit and strong, is it possible that each one of those minutes, days, weeks, months, years will be better quality? So can I, can I choose that? And I'm going to ask the question again. Can I choose what I eat? Nobody has ever snuck into my house at night Forced food down my down my throat when I've been asleep. So I get to choose every meal I've ever eaten, I've been there. How about you? <laughs> so I get to choose what I eat. Every exercise session I've ever done, I got to choose whether I did it or I didn't do it. Uh, and I always, uh, this has become a bit of a joke in my life really because uh, I, I, and it's not something I preach, guess what, Rory's been exercising every day of her life, but I have. Since the age of 10, I haven't missed a day of exercise. As I always share, the first three years of my exercising program were really silly because they were silly exercises on the floor doing silly exercises that don't work and waste your time. But I have to accept the consequence for that too. I didn't, at 10 years of age, know any different, so I was ignorant. I didn't know that sit-ups were a silly exercise. I didn't know that side leg raises and donkey kicks and, and inner thigh raises didn't burn fat off my abs or my, or my legs. So I did three years of silly exercises. Then I learned about upright, let's get into, let's, uh, and my first experience for that was a group exercise class to music where I literally got puffed and got happy drugs pumping through my brain and felt fantastic and haven't missed a day of exercise since. 
but the joke about that is that people think that's a bit fanatical and a bit crazy and a bit ridiculous. But I always answer with the same uh, response. Have you brushed your teeth every day for the last 45, 50 years? Have you had a shower every day for the last, for me, the last 55, 60 years? Have you eaten food every day? Have you breathed air every day? Uh, they're, to me, all normal parts of life. And, and for me, exercise is the same. I choose what I eat. I choose how much exercise I do. I choose what I wear. I choose to brush my teeth. I choose to breathe. I choose to bathe. They're all choices. So could we choose to have a healthy, fit, strong body. And I'll go one step further. Could I choose to have strong bones? Yes. If I lift heavy things, muscles pull on bone so I won't get osteoporosis, the bone thinning disease. Yeah, if I've got strong muscles, I have a faster metabolism, so I'm less likely to put on weight. If I don't put on weight, I'm less likely to have those horrible diseases like cardiovascular disease, heart disease, uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, the, th the things that happen when our body wastes away and becomes weak and frail because we're overweight. So are all of those a choice? And please say yes. I can't choose, like you can't either, imagine this, I'd like to have broader shoulders or I'd like to have a longer body or longer legs or I'd like to be taller. Uh, no, I can't choose any of those. <laughs> Damn it, neither can you. But do we get to choose? I can't choose how wide my shoulders are by the bone structure, but can I choose how much fat I have on my body? And sometimes I hear a lot of it, particularly as an exercise professional, I hear a lot of, oh, I can't lose weight, it's not possible. Well, I'll ask the question again, do we choose what we put in our mouth? Do we choose how much exercise we do? And if I get really fit and strong, what will happen to all of the, the controlling factors of how hungry I am, uh, how often I want to eat, how much fat I've got on my body, how much fat is in, actually inside each fat cell? Will I have control over my endocrine hormonal system, which means I have control over the way I feel emotionally because I'll be in control of my hormonal system, not the other way around? Will my central nervous system be firing better so I can make better decisions? Uh, if, I, if I put the central nervous system, endocrine system, muscular and skeletal system together and I get them fit, healthy and strong, which is done by high intense activity, I now have a healthy brain that fires effectively, a healthy endocrine system that fires effectively, uh, muscles and bones that work together. And if I've got all of that working together, is it possible that I'll be able to think more clearly? I will be a happier, more positive person because I've got happy drugs pumping in my brain, dopamine, serotonin, brain-derived neurotropic factor, endorphins, oxytocin, all the things that make us feel good. Uh, and then if I'm making better decisions, will I then eat better food? Will I make better decisions about the other three big areas of my life? So number one, do I have a choice about how fit and healthy I am? And if I choose to be fit and healthy, uh, will I have different consequences than if I choose to be weak and overweight and frail and unwell? And I'm not talking about the 20% of people in the world right now who have genetic challenges, uh, out of control challenges with their health. There are about, according to the medical professionals, not me of course, there are about 20% of people who are in hospital, about 20% of people who end up at the doctors, about 20% of people that are in an emergency room in a hospital who have no control over why they were there. Whether they had an accident or they've got something out of their physical control uh, from a health perspective that's put them into the hospital. But according to the, uh, sorry, to the medical professionals, 
uh, at least 80% of people that find themselves in hospital, in an emergency room or in a doctor's office are there because of what they did to themselves, not what life has done to them. So I would love, as I always, it's my, my special wish in life, that the, the, the intensely intelligent, focused committed medical professionals that invest their entire life aiming to keep people out of hospital and prevent them from getting sick and or helping them get better if they are sick. Wouldn't it be nice if those people could focus their time, their energy, their effort and their passion on the 20% of people who have no control over their challenges, not those of us that have a choice? And that's my big question. We get to choose what we eat, how much exercise we do, what, uh, what we drink, and what kind of additional supplementation, pills, powders, potions, pharmaceuticals we put into our body. And if we get to choose, uh, would, wouldn't it be nice to say, I choose to be healthy, fit and strong, which the consequence of that is I'm going to look good, feel good, have a stack of energy and be able to make better decisions. If I choose to be overweight, if I choose to smoke, if I choose to take drugs, if I choose to eat crappy food, if I choose not to exercise... I have to accept that there's a serious consequence to that and I could be one of those 80% of people who end up in hospital or a doctor's office with something that I could have controlled and now I'm wasting the time of the medical professionals because I could have done something about it. So that's the big part of life, healthy, fit and strong and then what happens to the rest of my life. So the other three areas, choice. Do we choose our job? Do we choose our career? Do we choose what we do to earn money? And of course the answer is yes. There's a lot of people who do share with me, and I'm going to go back to my uh, psychiatrist who suggested that when we take full responsibility, we are mentally tough or healthy, and when we blame other people, we become mentally weak. And is it possible that there's a lot of people who blame life or blame their parents or blame their teachers or blame their mark at school because they're in some lousy, stinking, rotten job that they don't like? Well, my question is always this, did you interview for your position? If you hate your job, if you don't like the business that you're in, if you uh, are doing something every day to earn money that you don't like, did you choose to do that? Did you interview for it? Did you apply to do it? Did you buy the business? Did you get into that by choice? And if I got into it by choice, could I choose to get out of it? And there are literally millions of stories of people who started in a lousy, stinking, rotten job because they thought they couldn't do anything else. Their parents or their teachers or somebody in their life said to them, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't do it. So they really thought that they had to do this horrible job. Uh, some people were given an opportunity. So the world said, uh, you know, here's a job, would you like it? You're going to earn this much money. They started doing it, started earning money and then more money and more money. And now they feel like they're stuck in this job because they've got a house mortgage and a car, car payments and kids at private school and they've got a, a lifestyle they have to uphold. But is that a choice? And if I'm sitting in a job or a business or I'm doing something for money that I don't like, could I get the hell out of there? And please say that the answer is yes. There are literally millions of people who have said, I'm not putting up with that anymore. I don't like my job. I don't like my boss. I don't like having been or being told when I have to go to work and how much money I want to earn. I'm going to change my life. I'm just very privileged. And this is one of those uh, big four parts of life that I have absolutely no challenge with because I decided at 13 that I was going to be an exercise professional. I've been an exercise professional all of my life. Every single day of my life, I've woken up loving my life because I do what I'm passionate about. 
And I wish that for everybody. So if you are a parent, a teacher, a coach, a leader, a pastor, and people come to you for life advice, uh, could we please uh, never be a dream stealer, be a dream creator? If somebody wants to be a, a professional soccer player, let's encourage them to do it. If somebody wants to be an artist or a musician or a doctor or a lawyer or whatever it is that they want to do, please let's encourage them to do it. I deal with so many people who wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant or an engineer and they were told, you're too stupid, you'll never make it, and they've ended up in some lousy, stinking, rotten job. And I've also invested time with a lot of people who have the talent and the skill and the God-given gift to be a musician or an artist or use their creative skills. And somebody said to them, you've got to have a backup plan. So they didn't go and play sport. They didn't go and do their artistic pursuit. They ended up in some lousy, stinking, rotten job. And I don't want that for anybody. How about you? So if you're not doing what you love, if you don't have a career path that you wake up every day loving passionately, and I always ask that question, would you do it for free? And if you're doing something and your boss would stop paying you tomorrow or your customers or clients would stop investing money in you tomorrow, would you still do it? If the answer is no, then get the hell out of there. Would that be a good idea? Uh, life is too long or short. I don't know how many of these hours I'm going to get. And if it's really short, wouldn't it be horrible to have a short life and be doing and have done nothing that you're excited about because you had some lousy, stinking, rotten job? But I think even worse, imagine having a very long life, 100, 120, 130 years, doing something that you hate. Imagine waking up for that long every day doing some crappy job. So here's the choice. Do you get to choose how you live your life? And even if you think that you don't have a choice, there's that great quote, I can't versus how can I? And when you've got a healthy, fit, strong brain and you say to your healthy, fit, strong, creative brain that's full of brain-derived neurotropic factor because you sprint and lift heavy, fertilizer for your brain, you say to your brain, how can I become a doctor even if I don't have the best marks? How can I own my own business even if I haven't got any money? How can I become a, a musician, rock star, even if I can't sing? And I use those examples very specifically. Uh, I, I deal with, am excited by, and passionate to associate with people every single day who started a business with no money. Uh, and you, you literally don't let somebody tell you that you have to have money to start a business because it's just not true. And that's one of the reasons why the MAX program exists. The MAX International Colleges is designed to give you the skills, tools and knowledge to start a business from scratch with no money. So there's a great one. If somebody's told you that you can't be a rock star because you can't sing, that's just not true. <laughs> we all know rock stars that can't sing. People who are literally living their life singing music to hundreds and thousands of people whether online or, or live or on a some kind of streaming process I was about to say record but nobody knows what they are anymore uh, and they they're, nev they're never going to win a classical singing competition their voice doesn't stretch that far but they have the passion and they wanted to be a rock star so they are and then of course I deal with a lot of people who have been told that they can't be a doctor or a lawyer or, or an accountant or an engineer because they're not smart enough. And I always share this story and I'm going to share it quickly again. I met somebody who was of age, a gentleman I, I, and I was on a train in Melbourne in Australia, had a happy smiley face and I love talking to people that are happy. So I said to him, how are you, sir? And how come you're so happy? 
and he shared with me that he had just gotten into medical school and he was going to be a doctor and he was really excited about being a doctor and this guy wasn't 18 years of age it wasn't like he just left high school and be accepted into university I said tell me about that and he was just amped he was lit up with excitement so he he was told he wasn't good enough to be a doctor he'd never get the right marks he scraped through uh, high school and got into an arts degree at university but he was in university he then uh, worked really hard because he wanted to be a doctor and he transferred from an arts degree into physiotherapy. He transferred from physiotherapy into biomedical science and then he transferred from biomedical science into medical school. Woohoo! <laughs> and now he's going to be a doctor. Uh, I, don't want to de- I, don't want, I don't want to go to a doctor that became a doctor because they wanted to earn a lot of money and I went to school with a lot of people like that where they had the brains and the money to go to university so they went to do to become a doctor or a lawyer because I wanted to earn the money. I want to go to the doctor that went through eight years of hassle and challenge and you can't do it because they absolutely passionately wanted to become a doctor. How about you? So we have a choice. Please don't let somebody tell you that you can't. Always ask the question, how can I? The third part of life, of course, is financial freedom and do we have a choice for that? And of course the answer is yes. Again, I've been introduced to, experienced and met literally thousands of people who had what one would call low-paying jobs where they worked for minimum wage all of their life and they retired as multimillionaires. Because money is never about how much, it's always about how and where you allocate it. So if you spend more than you earn, you'll go broke. That's a choice. As with food, every buying decision we've ever made, we were there. If, if somebody ripped us off financially, we made the decision to get involved with that, with that person. And I have to take full responsibility for that constantly in my life. And I'll share that again. If you take responsibility for everything that you do, it's been suggested you are mentally healthy. If you blame other people for what's happened to you, it's suggested that you are mentally weak. I don't choose to be mentally weak. How about you? So every time I've lost money, wasted money, done stupid things with money, it's been my fault, my choice. And I have to accept the consequence for that. How about you? So here's a great suggestion. Uh, Wealth creation out of all the areas of life, this is the easiest one. There are books and seminars and workshops and financial planners and so much stuff on financial planning. But my suggestion is this, study the best in the world. Uh, For example, there are, at this moment in history, only three self-made female billionaires at this time in history. So only three. So if you're a female in business or you're a female with a passion or you're a female who wants to be incredibly wealthy or you're a female who wants to add massive value to the world and you don't give a shit about the money, have a look at what the three self-made billionaires in the world have done, females, and what did they do differently than the business women who are broke or are just getting by or who are doing average. If you want to be financially free, financially, financially secure, if you want to have all the money that will give you the freedom that you need to do all the things that you love, it's about allocation. So just study what the best in the world are doing. And again, that's what the MAX program is all about. Because when you look at those four areas of life, the MAX program will, of course, uh, give you all the skills, tools, and knowledge that you need to be healthy, fit, and strong for the rest of your life. 
and help everybody else in your life to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of their lives. Obviously, the MAX program is about having a career or business that you love. But what's the point of having a career or business that you love if you haven't got any money or the reverse of that? You won't be able to have, a, a, certainly won't be able to have a business that you're passionate about if you haven't got any money because you go broke. So the, the program's designed to make sure that the money that you make, because you're going to be the best in the world at what you do for your customers and clients, where do you allocate that money? What do you do with that money? And whether you have a tiny business that creates a small amount of cash flow, or you have an enormous business that creates an enormous amount of cash flow, doesn't that sound great? Both of those people can go broke, and both of those people can be financially free. It's all about the education of wealth creation. So money is a choice. Uh, Freedom and security with money is a choice. And whether you are on the dole or the benefit in a country where the government's giving you money, whether you have a job, whether it's a low-paying job, whether you have a career that has a salary, or whether you have a business that pays you or, or you can invest large amounts of money, all of those can still give you financial security and financial freedom. And that's exactly what the MAX program is about. All of those is a choice, and wealth creation will help you with that choice. So can you be healthy, fit, and strong? Is it a choice? Yes. Can you have a career or business that you love? Is it a choice? Yes. Can you be financially free, financially secure, wealthy, rich? Yes, of course. The last one is a little bit interesting though. Do we have a choice about the people we have in our life? Now, uh, that should have a very simple answer. It should just be yes. But a lot of people say to me, I can't choose my parents. I can't choose my brothers and sisters. Uh, I've chosen a partner. I can't choose my children. (laughs) Uh, All of those, by the way, uh, there are people who have chosen. There are people who have chosen their children because they've adopted children, for example. Uh, We certainly get to choose our partner. It doesn't matter what relationship you're in or what relationships you think you might get into in the future or you've been in in the past. Our personal relationships, we have full choice of those. Whether you phoned yourself into the relationship or you dated yourself into the relationship or you tindered yourself into the relationship, you chose to be there, which means you can choose to get out of there. And interestingly, I have many conversations on a daily basis with people who say, I stayed there too long. Uh, I chose the wrong person. Uh, And I think when you get to that point, when you admit that you made a mistake, And I can say that again openly and I'll share it passionately. There's been many times in my life where I thought I had chosen the right relationship, whether it was a business partner or a personal relationship or friends or business colleagues. And I have to take responsibility that that person either hurt me or tried to hurt me because there's a great question. Can people actually hurt us or is that a choice? Do we get to choose how we react or respond to the way people treat us? But I've had people do horrible things to me. I've had or try to make me feel horrible. Um, We don't get to choose our family, but do we? I'll go back to my psychiatrist who was the member at my health club. They said to me very, uh, almost aggressively asked me this question. The the people in your life, uh, and particularly your family, if they're treating you badly, disrespectfully, why are they in your life? Is there a rule book to say, because that's my mother or my father, my sister or my brother, my grandparents, or it doesn't matter who it is, but family in particular, do I have to have them in my life? 
And if somebody treats you rudely, disrespectfully, abuses you mentally or physically, why would you have them in your life? And I think it's a really good question. That was asked of me because I was having a bit of a whine about my relationships. And this person said to me, as I shared quite aggressively, is there a rule that says you have to have your family in your life? Is there a rule that says you have to have a relationship with that person? Get the hell out of there. Uh, choose the people that you invest time with and choose not to waste time with people who are going to detract from your lifestyle. And I think it's really great advice. And is it a choice? The big one, though, the big relationship choice is obviously how we feel about ourselves. How do we treat ourselves? How do we look after ourselves? Which, again, goes back to health and fitness, mental and physical health and fitness. And is that a choice? And the way we treat ourselves, is is that possible that that becomes the reason why we get treated a certain way from other people? And I know that sounds really harsh, but if I don't respect myself, if I don't treat myself as an important person, if I don't love myself, if I'm not thankful for who I am, why would other people be? And just it's a couple of really simple examples. If somebody gives you a compliment and you don't say thank you, you go, oh, no, not really. So if your partner says to you, you look beautiful today, and you say, oh, no, I don't, I'm, I'm really ugly, I'm really fat, uh, why on earth would your partner ever say something nice to you again? Why would they bother? There's two parts there. You disagreed with them, and who wants to have a conversation with somebody that disagrees with you? But it's also disrespectful. If somebody says to you, you're beautiful, and I disagree with them, that means I'm disagreeing with their opinion, and that gets you into an argument really quickly. In a relationship... That could be the reason why the relationship breaks down. If you don't love who you are and you don't respect who you are, why would anybody else? So if somebody says you're beautiful, you just say, well, thank you. That's a gorgeous compliment. I really appreciate that. Uh, but ultimately, you need to feel like you're beautiful. And as we know, beauty, this is not a some weird quote or statement. Beauty comes from the inside. There's plenty of really physically beautiful people. I'm sure you've met them like I have who are very unattractive people. They've got beautiful skin and lovely hair and they look pretty or attractive or handsome or good looking or whatever you want to call them. But you can see in their eyes that their beauty is not shining from the inside. Uh, there's some very beautiful people who are very ugly because they gossip and they're negative and they're nasty. There's also some people who are considered to be not physically attractive and they're the most beautiful people you'll ever meet. So do we get to decide what kind of person we want to be? Is it a choice? And if we choose the kind of person that we're going to be, can we choose to be kind, respectful, uh, have good manners, uh, treat other people respectfully? Can we choose to have high self-esteem? Can we do the things that make sure we, we feel good on the inside? And if we do, are we more likely to attract great people into our life? And then do we have the skills, literally, not now this is not a talent or something we're born with, communication is a skill that we can learn, yeah? So I ask every day, and of course, again, it's part of the MAX program. It's not just about having great people in your life, but how do you keep them? How do you treat them respectfully? How do you, how do you communicate with them effectively? And are we good at communicating with ourselves? And do we communicate with the people in our lives? Do we make people feel special, important, worthwhile, valuable? Do people, the people in our lives know that we care about them and we love them? And if we have people in our life who we would like them to care about us and love us, 
Are we the kind of person that is lovable? And if we have disrespectful people in our life who abuse us physically or mentally, why the hell are they there? Surely they should not be there anymore. And is that a choice? My very last and uh, very personal question uh, for a time in the world where a lot of people have shared with me every day now that they feel like their choices in life are being taken away. There's a lot of people who have had to choose between a medical intervention and their job. Uh, There's people who have had to choose between a medical intervention and having a relationship, uh, a medical intervention and um, living in a certain place or being able to go to a restaurant or being able to play sport. Uh, And there's a lot of elite athletes in the world who have literally had to make the decision between their sport and what they're going to put into their body. It's a very hot and very controversial topic at the moment. But I've also seen a lot of people who... this particular situation has, it seems to have been pushing them down towards the blame and uh, mentally weak situation in their headspace. If I take full responsibility for every decision that I make, then I become mentally strong. If I blame other people on the de- about the decisions that I make, then I become mentally weak. Now that's not me, again, that's not I was just given that beautiful information when I was very young and it just made a lot of sense to me. Common sense, which doesn't seem very common. So we can blame the government. We can blame the boss. We can blame the school. We can blame the church. And they're all things that have been blamed just in the the recent part of life where people have had to make some really tough decisions about life. The reverse of that is I have lots of people in my life who were given that exact same choice family or medical intervention, job or medical intervention. Uh, And it goes back to this, the choice of who we are. And if you've chosen a certain uh, headspace, a certain core value to live by, a certain mission statement, a certain person to be, if you negotiate that person for any reason, so if you've chosen to be a strong kind, respectful person who's going to live your life this way and you stand for something. There's an interesting quote I just learned. If you if you have no legs to stand on, you'll fall for anything. And it seems that uh, if I can blame other people for the choices that I've had to make, then I can. it doesn't matter who I've become. Well, could that be a very dangerous situation to be in? Who are you? What do you stand for? What would you die for? And why would you ever negotiate that? And could that be a choice? Who are you? What do you stand for? What would you die for? And could all of that, our health, our fitness, our career path, our financial situation and the people that we have in our life, could they all be choices? And should we ask that question about all of those? What do I stand for? What would I die for? And make sure we never negotiate who we are. Could that be really important?